what was super exciting is in this series, there's actually going to be a piece by Candy Bolton, which is a miniaturized version of her Baka Kajira figure. And I think that might be the first U.S. artist to get pulled into this series. If you want to figure it out, regular, like medium-sized chest, you put medium chest on. If you wanted to have giant boobs like this, they have that oversized boob chest. Yeah. So like, if that's what you're, if that's what you're going for, where your doll can be anybody, they've already done it and it's done better. So what do you think, Jess? This is your your time to play therapist. This is my personal opinion, and it's because it's really worked out well for me. You cut him out of your life. You don't call him. You don't answer his calls. You let him know what he's missing. Hey, toy family. Welcome to another edition of the Marsham Toy Hour, where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham. I'm Teresa Hawkins. Whoa, she's back. I'm back. And I'm here too, and I'm George Gaspar, and I'm coming from the inside of cement mixing truck. So if you start to hear <laughs> stuff during this episode, it's really loud here. So I apologize ahead of time. This is why we record at night, George, to avoid all this daytime noise. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I had I went we went to Monster Palooza this week, and it was during the recording time. So I apologize, but Monster Palooza was cool. What is Monster Palooza? A concert? Uh, no, Monster Palooza is basically dark decon. It's exactly like decon, except it's all horror movie related things. Huh. Um, it's it's like independent artists making, you know, their own things, like but they're all monster related and special effects related. And then there's like the bigger booths. There are like makeup you know, makeup booths and like, there'll be a guy like they're putting makeup on a guy to make him look like a werewolf. And then that werewolf walks around the show and you take pictures with him and stuff like that. It's, it's, I mean, I say dark decon only like jokingly, but it's, I mean, to me, that's kind of what it is. It's, you know, indie, indie artists and big companies coming together to show you what's happening in special effects and horror scene. Okay. Huh. Sounds Is it gory? Like a lot of, a lot of blood and guts and stuff. Oh, yeah, there's definitely, like, there's tutorials on, you know, how to do, like, glass sticking out of your arm and make it look real. and Or here's, like, a makeup with, like, a dude's, you know, face is chopped up. Or then there's, like, a girl with, like, a bird thing on her face and she's walking around and, like, hmm. oh, that was a guy? Sorry, that was a guy with a bird thing on his face. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few booze that are crossover booze that go to both Decon and monster palooza and it's the people who make kind of like sculpted little monstery things but they're kind of cute too but they're also a little dark like that kind of stuff okay nice and it's huge like the the line on saturday last year wrapped around the entire building and it's in the same building as decon so you know the building it's it wrapped around from the back entrance all the way to the front around to the side back by starbucks and down that at down that street wow so and they at one point the fire marshal had to be like, all right, stop letting people in. Like it's too crowded. So this show is is huge. Wow. Oh, Corey Feldman was there last night. Is that good? Uh, I don't know. I like Corey Feldman. Are we still but talking was, about Corey Feldman? <laughs> I like Corey Feldman. <laughs> it's that's the kind of show though. It's like you know they have, you know that kind of people there doing signings like Barry Bostwick and Corey Feldman and. Uh, 
the lady that plays Elvira, whose name is Cassandra Peterson. Okay. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Those are. I feel uh, so dumb. You're probably talking about famous people. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Karloff, who's Boris Karloff's like granddaughter or something like that. <laughs> well, welcome back, Teresa. nice to have you back yeah sorry Teresa you don't know any of the names I'm saying I'm like you're saying all these famous people and once again you're probably talking about people who did stuff before I was old enough to watch it but I found the website and uh for the show and I get I get I get a good feel for what it's all about and I'm seeing some of the names I'm like okay that's that guy from that thing so yeah. You know who Corey Feldman is, right? No, I didn't know until I found him on the guest Jeez. page. Oh but then gosh. now you know who he is, right? Like, can you get that name? Uh, I gotta go find him again. Hold on, where'd he go? Oh, no. He, she constantly surprises me with this stuff. Well, he was in those movies that I haven't watched, but that everyone says I should. Like The Goonies. Oh, my god! We have got to bring back Movie Club, guys. <laughs> oh, no. I have a bone to pick with you about that, George. What what could possibly be what could possibly be wrong? <laughs> Legend. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we did this whole movie challenge thing, and I was assigned Legend from you, George, and then Gary, you assigned me uh, Team Wolf. And yeah. I won't lie, things have been kind of busy lately, um, and that's why I really haven't been uh, on between work and family coming in town and stuff. I just haven't been able to do the podcast, but anyway, I've been really bad. And I was like, I haven't really done the movie challenge. Um, and since we pushed out the recording, I was like, all right, I must squeeze watching legend in real quick before we record. And George, like, do you hate me? Because that was such a bad movie. You mean it was awesome, right? No. Do you, okay. Do you honestly actually like it? Yeah. Okay. hundred percent. No, George, well, I have we, a feeling that George is the guy who likes the awful movies because they're so awful. No, wait a minute. Is it really awful? Okay, George, it was the worst movie I've ever watched. <laughs> and I am sorry. I like literally was laughing because the intro text talks about unicorns being like this magical thing that they have to protect. And then I see Tom Cruise in like a Peter Pan outfit in the woods with his crazy teeth, by the way, that I think you were talking about. Oh yeah. But 10 minutes in, I was just like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. I watched the whole thing, but I mean, George, it was so bad. Like I was pausing the movie like every 20 minutes to like take a break. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, you have to remember it was 19, what? 1985. Like I'm pretty sure it was Tom Cruise's first thing. If not, it was very early in his, in his movie career that's why he still had bad teeth it was rough george it was yeah but it's such a like all right think about if you watched that though when you were like eight maybe okay but is this one of those movies that you haven't watched in forever that you have fond memories of watching 20 years ago oh yeah of course yeah okay well then that's why it's bad because i have those movies too where i'm like oh my god i remember watching this and it was so good and if i went and watched that today i'd probably laugh at myself because i'm like that is not a good movie and i think that's what you did to me (laughs) i don't know i think i i can't it can't possibly be that bad yeah don't watch teen wolf because that would be the same thing for me i saw teen wolf when i don't i don't know i'm gonna assume like 11 or 12 
and I love it. I have a very like strong nostalgic sense for that movie, and it's, it probably is a bad movie, but I'll I'll like it regardless because I have fond memories of enjoying it back when I was a kid. So skip it. But Goonies is I, good. I, I don't care how old you are. Goonies is good no matter age or generation. I think that one holds up true throughout. All right. Well, you know what? Since since Teresa doesn't know who Corey Feldman is, we have to assign Goonies then. Okay, that's legit. I'll, I would, and I'll if you're it. taking Teen Wolf back, then put Goonies in the spot. Let's do that. Let's do that. I can do that. I just, I tried, George. I really tried. Because right. I don't like old movies, and I wasn't liking it. I was like, I'm going to watch this whole thing. And I did. I watched the whole thing. I will tell you that when I was renting it, because I had to rent it, it said theatrical version. And I don't know if that makes a difference. Oh, it does. There's a director's cut that's better than the than the theatrical version. Like, everybody involved, like, hated the theatrical version, the U.S. version. So just know that that's the one I watched. Because when I had to find it, the only option for me to be able to watch it was to rent, and I think it said Legend Theatrical Version, but it was dated 1985-86. So. All right, well, I apologize. How cool was Tim Curry as that darkness, though? Come on. It was, awesome? It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, George, we just have different movie tastes. It's probably part of it. I I tried really, really hard to like put aside and not worry about the oldness and some of that, but it was just not for me i'm sorry all right well thanks for watching it <laughs> george i'm actually a little afraid what Teresa's gonna have for us to watch it's gonna be totally g-rated cutesy well the there nice we thing could. is she, we don't have to watch it till after she watches goonies still because our, <laughs> our two are first so True. we got plenty of time <laughs> it'll be like freaky well, friday you know like a new version with some new actress hey. or something the one with Jamie Lee Curtis was fantastic, and Lindsay I've Lohan. I've seen all that already, though. True. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, um, I will noodle. I've got a few ideas, and I think they'll all be good movies. Okay. I think so, but we'll see. And it's okay if you watch it and you hate it, just like I did with this one. <laughs> well, it's nice to have you back, Teresa. That two weeks off, that was rough because the last episode you were on, you said that you were going to start. The Gary, anti-Gary Ham Club, which is fine in context on the podcast. But then the week after that, I decided to draw you a logo for your new fan club. And I posted it on the social media. And people – I didn't put any context to it. So people who didn't listen to the podcast had no idea you were joking, no, knew nothing about it. So you being gone for two weeks, um, I don't know, for those people who didn't know about the context, who probably thought there actually was some sort of tryst between you and I. I know. Well, it didn't help because I um, I listened to some of the Nathan J recording, and at the beginning you said I got the boot for starting it, and then you just left it to that. So <laughs> well, you yeah. kind of made it worse. And but you, we can. <laughs> you received a text the day I put put up that logo that someone actually was, like thought it was real, and they were going to unfriend me because they wanted to like support you. Right? Yeah. They were like, oh my God, what did Gary do to you? And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's just a joke. They're like, I was just about to unfollow him. And I was like, no. So, yeah, to for everyone out there, it was just a big old joke. I still love Gary and George and the show and all as well. Nothing happened other than his typical shenanigans. <laughs> well, we have a caller. We got a caller this week. We're going to save it for when Jess comes on because he's, he's talking directly to Jess and wants her advice. But, he, uh, he did mention that he's a, a member of the Anti-Gary Ham Club, too. So 
Uh, you're not Ooh. the you're not the only one who wants to start this club. Well, welcome, whoever caller. We'll find out who they are, but we'll get it going. I mean, you you kind of started a good good thread today. We were talking about um, crazy toy stuff in the stomping ground and things that have been super scary. And some of the collectors and I were talking about how trying to buy certain toys can be really frantic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you were all, no, y'all are crazy. I'm like, Gary, come on. You got to get with it. You got to be crazy to buy toys sometimes. Okay, yes, but this is this was Deb. She's the rapist Deb on Instagram. But <laughs> it's not the rapist Deb. It just happens to be therapist Deb, but... For some reason, when you read it, it reads as the rapist Deb. But she is uh, – so she was saying that Unbox had some sort of drop, and she happened to be on the road. I don't know if she was looking at her phone or she just knew of the time, and she was doing a long-distance drive. However it happened, she said she was on the road. She knew the drop time, so she pulled over, and where she pulled over just happened to be outside of a prison. And anyone knows when you drive by a prison, there's there's a sign that says, do not pick up hitchhikers, illegal to pull over, and all that sort of stuff. So she was actually on Unbox's site in like this kind of a little bit sketchy, scary, side of the road, off the side of the prison thing, buying toys. And that's that's dedication. That's pretty hardcore when you're willing to do that to try to purchase a toy. It happens. I was, when my family was in town, I wanted to buy something and I forgot that it dropped on Saturday and we were all at Target together. And I was like, crap, I like, I got to buy this toy. And so luckily we were both going to check out and I was like, I'm going to go check out on my own. And I breezed through it and then I had to go sit and I went and actually sat at the little desk where employees can apply and was like sitting there on my phone, praying the Wi-Fi in Target would be good enough so I could buy this thing that I wanted. <laughs> Yeah. You know what drives me nuts about Target is there's no Wi-Fi inside. Like I'll be at the I back know. of the Target and I'm trying to use their cartwheel app or whatever, and it never works because there's no like internet connection. It drives me nuts. Yes, that's why I was so worried because there's like dead spots throughout the store, and I didn't mean Wi-Fi. I meant 4G or whatever. But um, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, what if it's not going to work? And somehow, by the graces of God, it connected. I got my toy. <laughs> That's because they don't want you to check Amazon while you're in there. I get that too. Yeah, I, I yeah, that makes sense. So you mentioned that the stomping ground question that the one with the what was the scariest toy or toy experience you've ever had. But also this week we posted another question, a poll on the the it's it's, it's called the stomping ground, but really if you were to search it on Facebook, it's called the Marsham Toy Hour group or something like that and that's just where we kind of talk about things after the show so if you want to join go to facebook search marsham toy hour and and join the group and just that's just kind of where we post up fun questions and carry on discussions and one of them this week was a poll question and it was which host would people want to be stuck with for five days on a cross-country drive and uh from what i saw there was 27 participants and George, you took that. You you ran away with that one. More than fifty percent of the vote went your way. How is that possible? Do people not <laughs> listen to me? <laughs> I don't know. I think misery loves company, man. I, I think that's what it is. Because clearly, Teresa and I would be a hell of a lot more fun, right? I'd like to think so, but maybe they just want to pick your brain. You got some toy knowledge. Do you, don't you understand? Five days in a car with me would just smell like a giant fart. <laughs> They forgot that. They forgot yeah. all about that. You went to Honolulu and it sounded like you had a, a tough time having fun. Even, even in Hawaii, I can't imagine what driving five days cross country would be like. I've driven many times across the country and I love it. Actually, I would be really fun for five days in a car. You think so? 
Oh yeah, I, I love think, doing that stuff. I, I stop at all the big things like giant fork and okay. giant easel. Yeah, <laughs> be awesome. Who wants to go? Let's go. Let's get in that RV. Let's do that. Well, one of the uh, so uh, Kyle in the group, it's Kyle Thigh. Is that yeah. right? Am I saying that right, Gary? Um, Kyle T T H Y E. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. T? That's, it's T. Yeah, Mister T. <laughs> oh, okay. So Kyle T. But he posted in that thread, George, that he, he said instead of picking just one of us, he'd rather all of us get in a car with him and take a road trip where all we do is buy different toys and do a podcast about it. And I was like, I'm game. Let's do that. That would be fun. I've wanted so, to do that for years. That would be fun. Maybe we can do that. Summer trip. We'll all pile into an RV for a week and we'll just drive and podcast. I mean, I'm okay. open. Let's do it. Cool. It could be fun. I would do it. I mean, I'll be out. Maybe we could do it for like driving out to, to Five Points or something. I, you know what? I don't want to find RV parking for a, an RV in New York. Fuck that. Maybe we could do it for something else. I mean, decon. If I come out your all's way. Yeah, but it's only a five-hour drive for me. We couldn't do much then. Maybe George and I could fly out to Yale, and then we'll take an RV back to decon. That would be amazing. Pick up people on the way. Oh. That's good. I like that. I will tell you all, I don't like car trips, though. So maybe people were right in not picking me. I think it's, it's, if it's the right people and we're having fun, it won't be too bad. And if we're stopping a lot, it won't be too bad. I don't do well with like, like when we go to Florida and we're trying to do it all in one day and we're just trying to power through it. It's kind of rough. No, the thing about RVing is you just go at your own pace. If you want to go 50 miles off track to go see the largest ball of twine, you do it. And there's no, like, we're not going to Clark Griswold it and be to a tight itinerary and try to do everything by by the minute. No. We could do it. We could, like, create a map with different landmarks to meet. We could visit different artists and talk to them and see their studios or workspaces. Go to different toy museums. There's one in, I think, Oklahoma has a good one. This could be fun. Because there's, I mean, we started in Kentucky. There's a couple people up in Ohio that I know would be fun to hang out with. Ooh. All right. We'll put that in the show notes. Let's let's actually try to actually make it happen and not make it just some pipe dream we keep talking about. I know. Well, you know, speaking of of stuff we should do that's fun, I know, Gary, you were talking, I think you joked about it because you were talking about, how we're almost to our hundredth episode, but I do think we actually are a few episodes away, right? I think uh, this is our ninety eighth or ninety seventh or ninety eighth. So yeah, maybe three more episodes. I feel like we got to do something for the big one hundred. Should we do something? Like, what could we do? I don't know. Talk about a hundred things. Talk about a podcast things. Top one hundred somethings. Oh, there's nothing that's more controversial than making a list. We can do that. Well, <laughs> you love controversy. Endless. <laughs> Maybe we can make it the like one tenth, though, because like, I don't know if a hundred we're sitting yeah. here reading a hundred names is going to suck. That would be boring. Top 100 Garyisms. Oh, gosh, we need more than a hundred. We all know mine. We all know my favorite. What, what was that? It was just last week. Missing hamps. Oh, your new one? Well, I still think frustrating is, is a pretty good one, though. You can't forget that. Yeah, frustrating is good. Frustrated, that's a good one. But missing hamps, I think, beats frustrated for me. <laughs> I actually think, though, that that made-up word... What is it again, George? I don't say it wrong. 
missing hams. But it kind of makes sense a it, little bit if you think about the words you mash together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I was trying to say miss. Oh, no. No, you were trying to say happenstance. happenstance. Yeah. That was 100% what you were trying to say, but missing hams <laughs> is what came out, and it was better. <laughs> it's better. Uh, I don't know. I do think it'd be fun to do something, though. Can I just speak to the stomping ground real quick? So we are trying to to build a community. And I I don't know. I I think I just want – I would be hoping for more participation because unfortunately on the stomping ground you see how many views something has and then you see how many responses. So I I don't know if people didn't want to take part in the poll because they didn't want to take sides or thought we would get upset if someone – just ran away with it or something like that. Like that's, I can care less. I would rather people participate. And so when you see only 27 people participated, but like 140 people saw it, that's a lot of, no, but is that, that is that 140 people or is that people, 27 people went back four times? No, no, that's actual original views from actual members. There's over 140 members. Yeah. I got to get on this group. Yeah. Yeah. You're not in it yet, George. <laughs> I thought you were in it. I think I'm in it. I just haven't participated. I'll go participate. Yeah. I'm going to choose me in the car ride. Is that okay? We you have only yourself. 180. <laughs> and no, you cannot choose yourself. But Teresa, you wanted to do the same. I didn't choose myself. I chose you. Sorry, George. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. But no, I think, I think with weird polls like this, people... You know, especially toy people are very like tippy toey. Don't want to take sides. Don't want to like, you know, fall into some weird like sort of controversial thing. Like if they selected George, they might not get something like um, Vin. Let's say Vin from My Plastic Heart. Of course, he has to select Teresa. If he selects anyone other than Teresa, I mean, by pressing Teresa, that is creating brand loyalty right there, right, Teresa? If he picked me or George, you wouldn't be buying from him anymore, right? Oh, my gosh. It's so absurd. No. Well, he's not going to pick me. me. That guy's never talked to me once when I've been in his store. I've been in there like six times, and he's never even said hello. So, yeah, I know he's not picking me. (laughs) Have you you ever talked to him, George? Maybe you have to I don't even know which one he is. What do you mean? He's like the only guy in there, isn't he? Yeah. Just Ben, the guy. I guess. My plastic car. Nope. We don't talk to each other. other. Well, you got to work on that. Vin's great. He's not, no, pick, he's not picking me. We just have a silent car ride. That would be terrible. <laughs> no, he didn't have to. He didn't have to pick me. I'm still going to buy for my plastic car in other stores. That's absurd. I know, but, but I think that's what I'm saying is I think a lot of people think that way with these these polls. Like their click is going to mean actually mean something more than it does, and it doesn't at all. We're just trying to we're just trying to have fun. fun. It's just fun. So participate. Don't okay. don't get in your head about it. Just click something. Although but if you don't click me, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I do have George. To say, actually, though, there were people saying your name in the comments as well that actually never clicked the the actual button for the poll. So you actually have more people voting for you than just what the numbers are showing. Like like John Spanky Stokes. He I think pretty sure he voted for you in the comments, but ever actually clicked the button for you. Spanky, press the button. Pick me. Sure. So, you know, it wouldn't be Facebook if someone didn't leave some sort of insider cryptic message. And of course, John Stokes did. And he said that only you would know what he's talking about. And it says his comment was, 
stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni. Only George will get this. Explain. Uh, well, I mean, it's obviously a reference to the song. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yankee Doodle coming. Yeah, Yankee Doodle Dandy. And then, uh, but no, I had a, uh, it's probably in reference to my old hat that I had. Do you remember that? The, the, it's not a pork pie hat, but it's like a, one of those kind of looking hats. A little like, it's not a fedora, but it's not quite a pork pie. No. I used, I to, wear it, used to wear it all the time. Really? It had a feather in it. Oh, okay. A pork pie is a type of hat? Yeah. Yeah, news to me. Pork pie hat. I'm Googling. I accidentally searched pork pie and I got pork pie. So let's <laughs> put a hat on the end. Oh, okay. It's like a, like a, okay. Like a bowler hat almost. Saying that right? Maybe, that, maybe I don't know hats. It looks like a hat you'd put on top of a snowman. Got it. I do remember you wearing this hat a lot. Okay. That makes sense now. Yeah, and it, had a, it has a feather in it. So Okay. Thanks for clearing probably, that up. Like, that was driving me nuts. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, My Plastic Heart, Vin. And actually, so last weekend was a couple uh, toy conventions. And Vin traveled over to Shanghai, and he attended the Shanghai Toy Show. I tried to get Vin to come on, but he uh, he just doesn't have the balls to come on and, and talk to us. He's like a lot of people. They just don't want to come on because they don't like the sound of their voice or they think they mumble. But I want to let people know, when we invite you on, I, I edit the crap out of this to make you sound as good as possible. We've had plenty of people that uh, did not have the best showing because they had nerves. But then after editing, they sounded amazing. So... If we invite you on, don't be hesitant. Just come on, have fun with us, and then don't worry about the rest of the stuff. Anyways, uh, Vin went up, went over there to Shanghai. He took lots of great photos, and I was asking him how the event was. And out of a 1 to 10, he's, he said he would rate it an 8, which is actually really good for Vin. And, uh, but he said one of the biggest surprises to him over there is that he was actually not able to buy a lot of stuff because apparently – uh, in China, their their you know their infrastructure is so much more amazing than ours. And then in the last two years, uh, they've almost switched entirely to um, phone apps and stuff like that for communication and payment and everything. So when he was at the convention, uh, you can almost buy everything by app only, and those all those apps are connected to Chinese bank accounts. So. Um, if you didn't have that app and your app wasn't connected to a, a Chinese bank account, you couldn't make a purchase. They didn't accept um, cash currency, or most majority of vendors wouldn't accept cash currency. And if they did, Vin was saying they needed to have the exact amount. So that would bum me out to go over there and then find out that I can't buy anything. Yeah, that sounds yeah. crazy. I mean, what they don't have like a thing like the square like we have here where everybody independent uses that kind of thing? Apparently not. You know, China is kind of like doing their own thing. They block, I, I don't know if they still block Facebook, but they block um, PayPal. So you couldn't PayPal someone if you had a PayPal account. Um, yeah, they really do kind of have their own little payment ecosystem going on up, uh, over there. Wow. I would be, I mean, maybe I would have researched a bit before going, but man, I would have been bummed too. Cause I mean, how are we supposed to have Chinese bank accounts? We can't, I yeah, mean, I think maybe we could. But, yeah. I think you probably crazy. just have to, you know, find a friend who's a vendor or a friend who's Chinese who has the, you know, I think the apps are called Alipay or WeChat and, um, you know, just have them buy all your purchases and then refund them afterwards, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Alipay I mean, makes even, sense. That's part of Alibaba and yeah. part like that. Ali, Alibaba, is it Alibaba over there? It's like their Amazon and it controls like everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah. And it's nuts. I, I was doing some reading. I read one article about these I know, applications that just become huge over there and it's just everything's done through apps and like WeChat. I mean, it sounds really, you know, kind of addicting to a sense, almost like a, a gambling mentality where like, let's say, uh, Teresa, you and I are having a chat conversation back and forth. Well, what the application does is they like to surprise people with these things called uh, red envelopes or red packets. And if whichever one of us opens it first in our chat, like earns money. So it's like it, cre- cool. it, it created this little frenzy, and it's been really, really popular over there. So yeah, it's like in China, like their whole own little ecosystem thing going on over there. So anyone who does go to Shanghai next year, maybe that's something to be aware of, and I don't know, figure out some sort of way that you can make purchases at, the, at these events. I bet yeah. there's a way to get on Alipay here. I bet you they have some kind of a a system that you can cross over because they're not going to cut themselves off from the rest of the world, I would imagine. I don't know. WeChat sounds interesting, though. It sounds like it's social, like kind of like a Facebook. Where it's, it's, it's everything. It's Facebook. It's chat. It's payment. It's Amazon. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like it's an all-in-one app, and everyone uses it for, like, everything. So we're, we're, we're completely behind the, the times here in the States. You go from what I hear, you go to um, China, Japan, like the infrastructure of, you know, bullet trains and subway system and transportation system, payment applications. Everything is on a completely higher level than what, you know, we operate here in the States. So I can see where you would get spoiled when you go over there. Like we need a bullet train just going from. No, I'm serious. Like how, you know, no. you go to Europe and the, traveling from country to country is so convenient and, and short and easy because like the, the, the train system is so fast. Why don't we have a bullet train from Phoenix to San Diego where I can go there in 30 minutes or uh, New York to California? But I don't, as far as I know, there's nothing like that even in the works. It seems crazy to me. There's there's always something on our ballot for uh, a bullet train to go from like San Diego to Sacramento or San Diego to Vegas. San Francisco. And like they've been trying that for years. Like it's always like the proposed budget of billions of dollars. But they'll never make that thing. Oh, and I think there was one they want to go to Vegas too. What was that, Ben? Oh, it already went bankrupt. Forget it. Oh, God. <laughs> we can't have anything good here. Well, no, because it'll just kill somebody, and then everyone will sue it, and then something <laughs> like you can't. Everyone's too litigious, and it will never work. Yeah, we had actually. I think it was a Google Hub. We had um, I think got some uh, test cars from Google's, the self-driving cars out here in um, Tempe, and uh, one of them ran over a woman who was crossing the street with her bike, and uh, she died. So I think all that sort of like self-driving cars have put on the. Uh, they've been uh, suspended and put on the back burner here in Arizona. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have been dying with that stuff, haven't they? <laughs> I don't know. I think it only takes one. I think you shut it down. All right, let's get the toys. You guys want to do some leaks of sneak peeks? Let's do it. Sure. Ladies first. Oh, okay. I got a handful. One thing I did want to mention real quick. So uh, you all talked about the Pucky 
cool baby series that uh, Pop Mart was releasing. And I was just excited because typically getting stuff from Pop Mart over here in the U.S. can be really tricky. But uh, one of our sponsors, Strange Cat Toys, actually got some cases. So they're doing a pre-order right now. So I ordered myself a couple of blind boxes. I'm going to take a gamble and see which ones I get. But if you're interested in getting some of those, they are on Strange Cat Toys. And I don't know, Gary, uh, is is Dope still the uh, go-to promo code or do we got a new one to share? I think I think it's been changed to So Teresa. S-O-T-H-E-R-E-S-A. So Teresa is the new code to get 10% off your entire order. Nice. I, I want to buy those, Pool Babes. I really like those a lot, but... It's a blind box series, and unfortunately, I think there's about maybe half the series is just a little on too girly for me, so I'm not going to pull the trigger on the blind box, but I hope to pick up some um, later on in open uh, open edition. I mean, they, I get what you're saying, because there's a lot of like pink and purple pastel-y, and kind of pastel-y girly yeah. ones, yeah. but I think they're super cute. I'm excited. They're kind of different, but we'll see. Of the three I get, maybe there'll be one that I don't love so much, and I can offer it your way, Gary. Oh, I appreciate it. Nad crab them. But those are exciting. Those are super cute. So I'll be going for those. Another thing I saw recently, you'll know that I collect a lot of the Vinyl Artist Gotcha series. Um, and we are actually getting ready to see Series 15 release. So there's they've been kind of just flying through these. I can't believe they're already up to 15. Yeah, crazy. It's nuts. But uh, I just so happened to... I don't know, you just peruse Instagram and you see one thing and you click over and I ended up on um, an Instagram page, sovi.tokyo, S-O-V-I period T-O-K-Y-O. But they actually had previews of all of the different ones that are going to be in series 15. Uh, The one that originally caught my eye was this cute, uh, it's called the Carp Monster it's like a cute little fishy guy holding little fishy eggs and it's a little pouch up front. I don't know. It's oddly cute and I was attracted. But what was super exciting is in this series, there's actually going to be a piece by Candy Bolton, which is a miniaturized version of her Bake Kajira figure. And I think that might be the first U.S. artist to get pulled into this series. Huh. But I thought it was really cool. I know typically... This series has kind of been, um, you know, international and Asia-based. And so it's really exciting to see Candy get pulled in complete sense to fit with it. And I'm super excited for her. So No, this is really exciting. She has to be thrilled because this is really cool. I And actually, I, good on you. I would never even seen or heard of this going on. So good sleuthing. I'm looking at them now, and they're they're adorable. They're just cute little chibi Baki Kajiras. So that's exciting. Congrats, Candy. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting now because I know – it's not really extended to artists over here. So I'm kind of curious if this is going to open the doors for other U.S. artists to get pulled in. So, Yeah, it's hard to say because, you know, Candy, you know, she kind of rolls with a lot of, uh, of the female Japanese artists out there. And she's visited Japan a few times. And the Bake Kajira is, I think it's actually based off of some Japanese lore. And, you know, her work's always had a a lot of Japanese influence in her, in her art. So I don't, maybe that was just her advantage or, you know, maybe going forward, they will be considering more like, um, global artists in the VAG series. Yeah. You got anything else? The only other thing I was going to talk about, and maybe we can save it for later, but that whole, 
this whole Vladonna thing from Kid Robot. Do you want to talk about that later? Closer. We won't wait for Jess to get on and get Jess's opinion. Gary? Save it for the outsider's opinion. Perhaps. Have you seen Vladonna, George? Kid uh, Robot? No, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you can get my outsider opinion too. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it with George then. Okay. She's Je- Jessica's here. If you guys want to start any of that, we could just do it. Okay. So, I don't want to say anything. We're just gonna say. Okay. Let me let me preface it first, and then I'll send you the link. So. Okay. Okay. So George, this week or actually yesterday, Kid Robot was proud to uh, introduce a new um, alternative DIY fashion doll. It's called Vladana. It says, so what happens when RuPaul's drag race star Pearl, esteemed doll maker Gina Garan, and premier art toy brand Kid Robot get together? Well, you get Vladana, the brand new alternative fashion icon that will be whoever you want her to be. Vladana is taking the world by storm, making her official world debut today. So, uh, George, here it is. Tell us what you think. All right. Send me the link. Okay. Link sent. All right, here we go. We're clicking the link. Um, is this is it real? It's real. Click into one of the products, George. Oh, I'm I'm clicking on the pictures. <laughs> You're very quiet. I'm taking it all in. Okay. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me a little of like a an Ashley Wood kind of spinoff. Um, I I kind of like it. I don't want a blank one. If they made one of these, I would. If they made like a finished one, I'd probably buy one. It's a mix. It's almost like a mixture of like Booty Babes mixed with Ashley Wood, but then like dumbed down, yeah. but like a dumbed down version of all those. I know I can see all that in there. I mean, a little bit of those, you know, toys in there. And uh, George, what you said, like, I don't understand why they went DIY with it out of the gate. Like, why not have, a, like, something that you could just take off the shelf, something that's already painted and accessorized and has the clothing, and you just buy it and put it on a shelf and you're done. I, I don't know. You know, I think they're mar- You know, the target audience for this is probably, you know, a few customizers, but obviously, I think they're trying to also reach transgender and trans fluid and and stuff like that. And but I don't know if that audience is large enough to make this work as a customizable toy. So I, I, I don't know. The, the weird thing to me is that it's called a vinyl fashion doll and it doesn't come with any fashion. Right. Like what's the point of like the whole point of Barbie is that it has all these clothes and accessories and you're playing with a doll with all these different things and you're dressing it up to be different things. This is just a, a naked blank doll. Yeah. Why is it? A, how is it a fashion doll? Where's the fashion? It's a good question. I do have. Yeah. I were, I were, I had the same thought that the the fact that there aren't accessories is really odd to me. But it also just tells me that we might just be on completely different planes with our toys opinion, George. Because I literally, I saw it, and I was like, I made like a face, and I was like, <laughs> what in the heck is this? And it was not a positive reaction. And I was just like, it looks like a weird, distorted Bratz doll with weird boobs and it's just not for me but after reading the blog post that um they put out there on kid robot about it i i get it a little bit more it gave me more insight that 
they did it intentionally. Like they made the odd proportions intentionally to really like they intentionally made the face weird and the lips big and the boobs big and the hips large and the legs long and all that. Like it was all intentional decision, but it's definitely not for me. I but like the sculpture. There- I like the sculpture aesthetic of it all. I just don't want a blank doll. Make it a skin tone or something or make it a put eye, like, I don't know. It needs, it needs all the, like make it a nude doll over a blank doll, but it's, yeah, I know they're point. like, it's a whole thing. It's a DIY thing, but like, I don't want to, I don't buy blank monies. I don't buy blank, whatever those other ones were called tricky and all those. I just, I don't want a bunch of blank things. Like I'm not a customizer. But this seems way worse to customize than any of those. I mean, look at the joints on these things and the elbows and the, right. and the knees. Like when you paint, can you even paint that area? And it looks like maybe the middle of the body, the head might be rotocasted vinyl, but then the arms and the legs are obviously, PVC. PVC. Right. So that's going to be a pain in the ass to to paint. And I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know who this is for exactly. I I turned to Jessica to ask if she wants to give her opinion. And she just leaned back and made the the worst face of like, no, I don't want to even talk about it. So she's sitting in the room, not saying anything. (laughs) So she's just, she's she's got sly eye going on right now. Like she doesn't even want to. she probably did what I did, where I literally made this face of like, eh, like, what am I looking at? And then I was trying to be positive, but I was like, I don't like this. And I was like, all right, I get it. I get what they're doing. But I was still like, I don't like it. Maybe people will, but it's it, not for me. It's not good. I like, I like the box. I think the box is pretty cool. I mean... I get what you're saying, too, about the Ashley Wood comment, because the long legs kind of have that similar idea of kind of the stretched body. But I, I went to you, Gary. I I like the concept. Like, I think the idea of this DIY fashion doll kind of thing is kind of a cool idea. But it, the the way it was executed is a little odd. And I just, I don't know how, it feels like it'd be really, really hard to customize. And I, like, why did it not come with anything else? Like, bags and glasses and shoes and just things you might want to do to contribute to accessorize to a fashion doll <laughs> yeah i like to do like it's basically like a kid robot barbie right it's kind of what it's like except the you know with rupaul's flavor on it to make it really kind of out there which is fine if that's the approach you want to take but it still just feels like i don't know they need more with it i like the i like the line that says ladonna is for everyone because she is everyone, no matter your sexuality, gender, race, size, or talent. Yeah, that's not coming across in this sculpture. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, you look at it. I don't know how you you don't see just a, a buxing me female, like, and then you you notice that oh my god, that's an extremely small waistline, and oh my god, that's a big butt. Like, it's definitely a female form. It's not anything and everything, and cutting out the sexes and all that stuff. But in, yeah. at the same time, I don't understand where this is a DIY toy for a larger, they must not be going for a larger mass market. Because I have to assume, especially with the large, the breasts like this and the nipples pointing towards the sky and all that sort of stuff, it's, you're cutting out a huge market that, that's going to want to work with this as a custom platform. So that I don't understand either. And why not just design a platform that has maybe something a little more subtle, universally to work with, I guess? There's already a company that makes 12-inch customizable dolls that 
they solved the boob problem. They give you different chests. And if you want the, if you want your figure to have small chests, you put the small chest plate on. If you want the figure to have regular, like medium sized chests, you put medium chest chests on. If you wanted to have giant boobs like this, they have that oversized boob chest. Yeah. So like, if that's what you're, if that's what you're going for, where your doll can be anybody, they've already done it and it's done better. Yeah. Well, here, here's what the blog post said that I helped me a little bit, Gary. So it said, I'm just going to read pieces from it. But it said, walk down any aisle filled with toys with, sorry, walk down any aisle filled with dolls in any store and you'll be bombarded with different body types, most of which are not in any way achievable. And then they say, introducing Vladana, they've taken the proportions you're used to, turned them up to 11 and created something that both pokes fun of and dismisses traditional beauty. Um, It's kind of this idea of like, I think they're intentionally making it absurd, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, they obviously They know. And I totally get that. It's just the same time. It's like, it's obviously a statement. Right. Toy. They're trying to shock and awe. But then it, that contradicts everything that George is saying. But this is the doll for anybody and everybody. Doesn't Your right. sex doesn't matter and your size and beauty. Like, yeah. And the, the hand sculpts are awful. Yeah, they're a little weird that they're, like, it's a weird position. No one would hold their hand like that. It's very, manic- <laughs> it's very mannequin-y. It's like crab claws. <laughs> right oh, let's, let's just move on let's move on George what do you got anyway. right, hold, hold on one second the truck is leaving and it's going to be amazing and we're going to have quiet here holy cow dude I, it's weird like, I don't know what it's like on your end but we're not here in this truck that you're talking about oh that's because yeah. I've had you on mute almost the whole show oh okay 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 <laughs> alright so while we're waiting for that to do now just read the uh, the promos and then uh We'll get back to you. So for all your desire toy needs, wants, and desires, we got two great stores for you. There's 3DRetro.com, and 3D Retro also has a beautiful brick-and-mortar location out there in Burbank adjacent Southern California. So if you're in the area, be sure to check that out. Also, there is StrangeCatToys.com, and if you head on over to StrangeCatToys.com, be sure to load up that cart and use our promo code SoTeresa at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your entire order. And for all your designer toy news, there's two great blogs for you. Be sure to follow SpankyStokes.com and TheToyChronicle.com. And if you're an app person, be sure to download the Toy Chronicles on-the-go application to get all your news. You can download that at any one of your application stores. All right, George, is uh, you ready now? Is it gone? Um, all right, the truck is gone. I can hear again. Uh, okay, Yay! my uh, is it my turn for leaks, I yeah, guess? Yeah, your turn. I was going to do this one because I just scroll through Spanky Stokes real quick when I do a leaks um, just to see what I haven't seen in the past like week or so. And I just scroll down the page and I was going to do that vegan, the incredible bulk beet burger guy. Yeah. But then I read the thing and there's only three of them. So that's not a real release. That's just somebody making customs. So instead, I'm going to talk about the show that's coming up on April 21st at Mothership Toy Gallery. Okay. Uh, it's the Who Cares Bears, which I the only the thing that grabbed me the most was their graphic they made. Like I don't know who did that graphic, but it's it's awesome, um, and it's care it's a Care Bear theme show by the look of it, and they it's everybody just doing their own Care Bear thing. That's fun. It looks like a ton of artists involved, um, and it's April twenty first, six to ten at Mothership Toy Gallery in Philadelphia. Um, on sale sales begin. At 7 p.m. on April 21st at martiantoys.com. Awesome. Cool. Huh. There's a picture here that has like, I don't know, nine different guys. And 
they're all some of them look like original sculpts some of them look like custom somethings there's a custom he-man one i think um yeah i think this is a cool i like the idea of doing i don't know your own care bear i guess yeah yeah oh you're right there are some mm. so i just clicked there's a hashtag um if people want to check it on an instagram just hashtag who cares bears um, but you can get a good sneak peek of what people are working on right now. And it is a mix. There are some that are using, it's kind of, I guess, maybe they got their choice, but some are customizing the three different Care Bears from Kid Robot, the Terra piece, the Julie West, and then the Linda Panda. And then I'm also seeing ones of, I don't know, a bear that I'm not very familiar with. So maybe that's the new bear shape. But yeah, there's lots of variety here. So it's kind of cool. Lots of different approaches. And I just really love that graphic they made, which is really funny. No, it's a good graphic. So good one, George. And so I'll just go real quick, and then we'll get on to the fun stuff. So my leak for this week is something that I'm really excited about. And actually, this is really early, so this is something you'll probably hear me talk about more on throughout the year. But I'm excited to say that one of my all-time favorite um, designers and toy brands, Nofren, or Nofarin, I guess, depending on how you want to say it, is back to being creative and producing again. Um, for those who aren't familiar, Nofren is a creative duo of Nick and Candy. They reside out there in Australia, and they are the creative uh, creators of the beloved and playful Pecan Pals that uh, were widely popular in wood figures and plush toys and stuff like that. But And they also did a very uh, popular and fun blind box series of many wood figures as well. That, that series is called Jibby Butt. So Nofarin is... Um, is back. They've been keeping a low profile the past several years. We only saw them pop their heads up for a little bit in 2016 when they did a show out there at Road of Fuji, and then they went right back into hibernation. So, um, as of last week, I believe it was that they announced that they're excited to be back to producing again, and we should be lo- uh, looking forward to more Pecan Pals uh, via series of daily comic strips and hopefully a graphic novel. And um, they're also currently working on production samples. Of the pecan, uh, the pecan pals to be produced in both porcelain and, and wood. So that's something I'm really excited about. Um, to help fund all of this, though, they are going to create a Patreon account for Nofren, which is essentially they're going to be using Patreon as kind of like their Nofren member club. So by that, you'll be able to do monthly donations at a variety of different levels and. For your support, you'll receive uh, amazing rewards and sneak peeks into things and all that sort of good stuff. So the Patreon account for them is not currently set up, but it should be very soon. So I advise anyone who is interested in um, checking this out and supporting them through Patreon, just go to their website, nofrin.com. That's N-O-F-E-R-I-N.com and sign up for their mailing list and you'll be able to stay up to date on all the news and future events. Um, also their Instagram account is Nofrin underscore art. Oh, they also mentioned that this year they're also going to be coming out for LACC and uh, designer con later this year. So that's going to be exciting too. Awesome. I'm excited too, Gary. I like their stuff and it'll be cool to see them doing stuff again. What is LACC? It's Los Angeles community college, I believe. No, actually it's Los Angeles comic con. <laughs> You can't assume that I'll know. We, I know. I don't know if it's a big convention. You never hear much about it. I think that's the one with the the logo of an octopus, or maybe that's the Stan Lee's comic case. That's I don't. It's the one that used to be Kamikaze, that then was Stan Lee's Kamikaze, that now is Los Angeles Comic Con. Okay. 
So they just keep changing their name for some reason. <laughs> so that's the one. I think it's like a, a few weeks before Designer Con. So if you're coming from a, a different country, maybe that's um, kind of a kind of get two for one sort of deal. Yeah, yeah. I think they yeah. usually do it on Halloween weekend. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, excited. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I love Patreon. I follow a few people on there. So I'm going to check that out. And Decon's exciting too. So yeah, that's good news. Yeah, I've never done, I've never participated in a Patreon account, but I can see uh, signing up for this one. I really love the little comic strips they've been doing lately. And I just, I love, you guys know that I love working in wood. So I love to see their process of just working in wood again and all that sort of stuff. So I'll probably be signing up. All right. Is is Jess there, George? Hi, I'm here. Hello. You Hi. were a big hit last week. Everyone loved the outsider's opinion. Is it because I said the D word so many times? Uh, Jess, can I just say, I listened to it and I cringe so hard I because <laughs> it's such a cuss word in my mind to say it. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I miss my mother, you put it. Oh my gosh, I was like, oh my god, stop saying it, stop saying it. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> These are such a women. To be fair, I was thinking the same thing when I was listening back to it, and I was like, oh my god, she said that so many times. <laughs> you know what? I, like, I didn't grow up with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had very different upbringings, Teresa, in that regard. Like, my household, like, yeah, I mean, cussing and stuff was definitely frowned upon, but like, anything that was like, you know, sexual in that regard. Like it was, it was just open. Like it was just something that we just openly like talked about if you wanted to. Like my mom was very yeah. open sexually yeah. in that regard. Same yeah, with my mom. Not... My mom like cussed like a sailor. She tries to be like, oh, I don't cuss. But in the same sentence, she'll just be like, I don't cuss. Go fuck yourself. Like she's <laughs> very, yeah. Hmm. So yeah. when they meet my mom, they go, oh, it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. I grew up where we weren't allowed to say the word stupid. Like that was a bad word. So uh, very, very different. And yeah, the whole sex thing and all that was like a no, a no go conversation for us and our family. So yeah, very, very different, but I just still, I'm getting better. It's just certain words still like they just, <laughs> I, I struggle. I, I should want to go back to where my, I mentioned my mom. I don't want to make it seem like we, just kind of sat around and talked sex all the time because that's certainly not what we did. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that came out wrong for no, sure. No, no, it was. I just want to say, like, she was just an amazing mom in the regard that, like, anything that came to like sex, she was like very open about and just very easy to talk to about this sort of stuff. I remember she came to us at a very early age. It was like ten or eleven. I'm into Super Mario Brothers and skateboarding, and and but you know she still came to us and wanted to catch us before we went into like hardcore puberty to at least know what our bodies are going through what you know how to treat women and that sort of stuff so um she just wanted us to be knowledgeable in that area and i actually remember one weekend you know she rented us boys uh, a bunch of x-rated movies to kind of watch over the weekend and kind of get it out of our systems and we did we were actually bored by them by the end of the weekend but um uh i don't know i think this i kind of look back upon that and i know as, as awkward as it sounds and maybe it was at the time I, there was no shame in it in our family and maybe that was healthy i don't know I don't think that's a bad thing because I think I was too sheltered. I have the opposite problem. So I kind of, I don't think I would have maybe done well with all of that, but I feel like I need to be more towards what you were raised on because <laughs> it was the like opposite. It was like, no, we don't talk about that stuff. We don't ask questions about that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. So. 
All right, toy show. <laughs> this is a toy show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Jess. Gary's therapy session. <laughs> I know. No, Gary. I, no, Gary's on the right track. You don't need therapy. It makes sense. I'm an open book, man. I don't care. I've done so many embarrassing things in my life. Maybe we can do an episode where you guys pry me and you guys get to know the real Gary, not this one that you actually hear on the show. Um, <laughs> but so, Jess, you were a huge hit. People actually love you. They love the idea of you being a closer. They think you re-energize a show. They think. You, you definitely bring out uh, a little more George at the end of the show. Uh, so, yeah, your segment was a huge hit. And so let's, let's make this happen a little more often. Thanks. I'm glad I wasn't part of the Vladonna part, like, segment. <laughs> oh. Well, we tried. You, you know, I know. You it, wouldn't it, have, it wouldn't have went well. Okay. So we, have, <laughs> we actually have a caller question for you. So, and I know you have a game. So what should we do first? Uh, oh, I want to answer. Someone has a question for me? Yeah, someone has a question. That's wait, exciting. Yeah, I want to answer the question. Okay. That's and, so you know what, and this will go into the getting to know Gary a little bit more thing, too. So here, let me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> are they anonymous, Gary, or are they no, going to say who they are? No, they say who they are. Is it your brother? <laughs> oh, God, that'd be good, right? <laughs> Greg, be... call us. Here we go. This is our caller called into the Marsham hotline. Which is? 480-420-9823. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like a radio show all of a sudden. We got to let people know there's a caller. Beat caller uh, 43 <laughs> to win tickets to meet us at DeepCon. <laughs> to win a free blow Donna. All right, here, here we go. Hello, Marsham Toy Hour. My name is Greg. And uh, you might recognize my voice, Gary, because I am your twin brother. But uh, I knew it. I'm actually calling to talk to Jess. Jess, I absolutely love when you're on. You're funny. You're witty. You got like strong opinions on the whole designer toy scene. But I think I've got some uh, some tea for you, Jess. I'd like to tell you that although I am Gary's twin brother. I am a member of the Anti-Gary Ham fan club, and I'd like to tell you why. I've always kind of felt like I, I'm living in Gary's shadow a little bit because, you know, he's kind of made a name for himself in the designer toy scene, and, you know, artistically, art just comes super easy to him, whereas it's always a little bit more of a struggle for me. But these days, I don't even feel like I'm a shadow. It's more like I'm um, <laughs> dumb on his shoe or something, and uh, this is why. Gary used to share ideas with me and concept designs, and and that doesn't even happen anymore. I now find out about products he's working on or releasing, not because he's called me or shared with me, but because I see it on Instagram along with all the other followers of his. <laughs> and then I also found out on a few podcasts ago that Gary is sharing images of these products he's working on with his other co-host, Teresa, and asking for color scheme ideas, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so I'm, I'm feeling a little slighted, Jess. And, uh, um, again, I, I don't know if it's because I moved to Washington, if Gary's just butthurt, uh, what's going on. But uh, is this right? I mean, do you think he should be doing this to his brother? So I don't know, Jess. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, before I go, hello, George. Hi, Teresa. And uh, Gary, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Greg. 
gonna have to step up for Gary's side here. Greg, you moved out of town. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? You you left, buddy. You went you went to bigger, Thanks. better things. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Gary's got to Gary's got to like find and fill that hole that you left in his life. <laughs> There's a twin bond. <laughs> so okay, what do you think, I'm, Jess? This is your, your time to play therapist. This is my personal opinion, and it's because it's really worked out well for me. You cut him out of your life. You don't call him. <laughs> you don't answer his calls. You let him know what he's missing, and then you'll see who comes crawling on back, <laughs> and it will be Gary. <laughs> Wait, you're telling, really... you're telling Greg? You're telling Greg? I'm telling Greg, yeah, to cut Gary out. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's worked really well for me, and I've never been happier since I cut my brother out. <laughs> I blame Teresa for this one. I don't think we would have gotten this call if Teresa didn't. Oh, he said that I said it over the podcast, though. You said it. It's not me. I didn't do nothing. Don't you put this on me. It's your problem, not mine. Wow, you're Gary, not you're not your even brother. sharing your releases with your brother? You're not giving oh, your brother any love. I just don't. Yeah. I, I, I just don't share it with anybody. I'm usually like just kind of a private person with that stuff. And Greg, I mean, he's not on Facebook. He's not on like. He Apparently, he, he, he is on Facebook he because he's finding out. No, or he, on Instagram. Okay, Instagram. Yes. Okay, that. I understand where he's coming from because it sucks to sort of like, you think you're best friends with someone or. You know, like your brother, do you find out like news on Instagram? Like, I guess in a way, I can see where that would sort of suck. Um, I, it, but at the same time, I know he's completely joking on this issue as well. But <laughs> you though, because he, is. he literally left the longest voicemail. Being a little passive aggressive on this one. Okay, well, he, Gary, take the time right now to tell Greg that you love him and you appreciate him. <laughs> I, I agree oh, with that. Okay. He literally referenced himself as gum on your shoe. Say, you are not gum. You are my brother, and I love you. Now repeat. Do I step into my own shadow to, you know, find my brother? <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> I, can, I can say this, Gary. At least your brother listens to this show. I don't think mine's ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you called Jeff. I'll call Greg. We'll just have one big sibling episode. <laughs> Except for my brother, because I cut him out. That's right. You cut him out. <laughs> like Greg should. No, he shouldn't. So Greg doesn't. Here's the thing. And this is actually kind of funny. Oh, because... you don't like it no, no, when no, Greg listen, cuts listen, you listen, out, listen, listen, but listen. you could cut out Greg. Oh, I'm terrible. I'm really bad with communication. It's like I got, I just got my things and then it's like, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm out of sight, out of mind, but I, because I definitely think about Greg and my friends and that I don't reach out to, like, but I just, I just don't reach out to it. It's like, I don't know. I use social media and I see the stuff and Greg and I text back and forth, but as far as sharing stuff, I guess, like I, I don't run like Carloways and stuff, but it was funny enough, two days before Greg called and left that message, I had sent Greg and Teresa both an email of a bunch of colorways I'm working on for a future thing. And I heard from Teresa, but I never heard from Greg. And that's because Greg never checks his emails. So <laughs> I I did send him something, but he didn't see it. And then he calls in and bashes me a little bit. So, Greg. You get a few releases with Kid Robot and you become somebody. 
Done. Yeah. No, I, I, um. He's Dunny. He's Dunny big time. Now. Oh yeah. Got where you Ooh. came from. Can't talk to me you're no, no more. more. You're not Jenny from the block anymore. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. I, it's just certain things. Like Greg's not into designer toys, and Teresa is, and uh, Teresa actually buys my toys. So it's like bouncing color ideas off of her just kind of makes more sense. It's, it's not that I'm leaving Greg out of it. It's just like, uh, it's just you know, Teresa's like I can send her a message on whatever like how we communicate on what four or five different ways Teresa texts chat dms and it's like she's always quick to respond where greg is like mail mail when he's at work he can't really he's working he can't really check his messages and he doesn't check his email so he's a little more hard to get re- uh, a hold of so that's why you know i don't send him I a lot of like, like you're making excuses stuff. for your love <laughs> lack of love damn it yeah greg i love you you're making I up excuses you. It's like when somebody cheats and then you they're oh but you know it's uh, me and oh it's because of this and and that no uh, no this is so awkward no I don't I don't like this I don't I don't like this segment <laughs> I can't believe it was Greg both <laughs> Jess and I were like it should be Greg and it was because <laughs> <laughs> he like comments on the Marsham Toy Hour page all the time so like obviously he's out there he's supporting you. Yes, but but not Gary. Gary don't support Craig. <laughs> no, I, I do support him. I just I don't know. I my mom used to always tell me that I'm a little too. I guess I was the 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 sibling. I guess you know my sister always called her, and Greg always called her, and my other Brian brother Brian always called her. I was always the one that just kind of just kind of kept to myself more. I guess, and I think that's just kind of how I am. Maybe with Greg a little bit. Like when he was in town, we saw each other every day at work. We would see each other on the weekends. Our kids would play together. And then, yeah, he moved to go work to be an artist at Funko. And, you know, we just um, – we haven't kept in touch nearly as much. And Well, now that you say that, though, so Greg got is an artist at Funko? Yeah. So technically, no offense. He's kind of doing all right on the art side better than, like, he's an artist at Funko. <laughs> no offense. Like, Greg. So, so you're saying because he has a full-time day job actually working in toys, unlike myself, and he absolutely loves his job and everything, that I've some I've somehow, like, uh, repressed feelings and just withdrawn myself a little bit? Is that what you're saying? Is it be Maybe. But I'm just saying, like, he was saying, like, oh, he's always been better at art and blah, blah. But here he's the artist at Funko. Hmm. I saying. actually have to agree with that a bit. I think, Greg, you're being too hard on yourself because you are a great artist in your own right. And I love your stuff. And you need to go back to – he was doing these really cute postings, Gary, where he did the breakdown of how to draw something. Oh, no. Greg's a great artist. So, like, yeah. He's, he, yeah. He beats himself why, up. Why have we never had Greg on as a guest? For this reason, it, we would be on the Marsham couch all the entire time. <laughs> I think we should have him on, and that way we're supporting Greg. Yeah, uh, this is your peace offering. I don't think he would come on, right. Greg. You know the offer's extended. If you ever want to come on, and yeah, I, I know we couldn't. You could never talk about Funko stuff. So, but we can talk about you as a brother, as an artist, uh, that sort of fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Some... you said, that sounds that's like the most unenthused offering <laughs> yeah. it was it was very like I, oh, I just, it's so awkward guys you don't understand like, I know Greg Greg is a 
a joking. The Ham family in general is jokey and sarcastic, and I know to many how that phone message is to come across. Like Greg did it purely to be entertaining and to be sarcastic, but people are going to see it as him being like the sensitive brother, being like sensitive like to social media. Like you know, people on social media always get like, you know, there's friends that get butt hurt over. And I, you know, honestly, I've gotten annoyed for the same exact topic. I remember Scott, um, he would show things like we would talk every single day at work and then, but I would still see like new releases and new things he was working on that I had no idea of. And I would see it on Facebook or Instagram and like, and it would sort of annoy me. I'm like, dude, why aren't you sharing this stuff with me? So in that regard, I Mm. under, I understand where he's coming from. And so, yeah, I will be better about letting them know or in and, and, and other people that are important in my life, like letting them know maybe something I'm working on, maybe emphasis on maybe letting them know some stuff I'm working on before I post to Instagram and everyone else can find out at the same time there. All right, let's get off this. Let's move on. I, I will tell, I will say one thing, Gary, that I agree. I know Greg is just being goofy and funny and people may not realize he is, but yes. I know he's just joking that he knows you love him and all of that stuff. So there you go. Much love. Teresa. <laughs> I know he's joking, but I still think he should cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So Jess, did you, I heard that you guys have a game for us this week. Yes. I'm so very excited. Right. And by you guys, you mean she. I have a game for you guys. So, George, you're playing. No, I don't. Uh, well, I mean, I guess. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, I have made, like, a list of questions. So, the idea is, is we're going to give you guys a timer. Is it 10 seconds? Yeah, 10 seconds. It's going to be 10 seconds. And you have to name five things from the question in those 10 seconds before the 10 seconds is up. And so you guys can either play together or you, I can give you each individual question. It's it's going to be super easy. We're going to give you like a quick example of one that has nothing to do with toys. Okay. All right. It's going to be in 10 seconds, name five chocolate bars. In 10 seconds, name five chocolate bars. Okay. And so, Gary, we have to decide if we want to do it together or if that's going to be too tricky and we want to take separate questions and be you're going to have to like, you're going to have to do it separate I, th- I think it's going to be better to do it separate all right okay you try it i'm ready okay so do you want to okay let's start with an easy one okay ready guys okay so do you have the timer do we have like a timer ready so i i have a little timer and then i have a little thing to tell you guys when the time is up the time starts as soon as the end of the question is read Okay. Okay. We're going to start with a couple of really easy ones just so like we can get a hang of it. Okay. okay? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to go with Teresa. Ready? Okay. So name five common animals used for toy designs. Go. Okay. Ready? Go. Fox. Uh, oxalotl. Shit, that noise. <laughs> uh, hedgehog. Koala. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. <laughs> yeah, you missed some oh my premier God, ones. So... I well, I'm he has blank. cat, monkey, bunny, anything. I was blanking in that noise. I need to. I'm turning my volume down. Maybe it won't be. <laughs> no, that's part of it. You got to have the ticking. Did you guys hear our little end time? Can you guys hear that? Oh, yeah. oh, oh I heard, heard it. it. We heard that. Okay. <laughs> 
Right. Oh man, yeah, I like blanked hard. I blanked too. I like. I was only thinking of monkey, but you're throwing obscure ones out. Like, is there a lot of koala toys out there? Dude, I literally... Oh no, you Uamu is like a koala one. The best thing is the listeners are going to be like, they're going to be going out of their mind. They're going to be going like, rabbit, screaming things. Just Just cut that one out so I don't look back. No way, that's perfect. (laughs) All right, right, I'm ready. So this next one is for Gary. Okay, so we're going to go easy and then get really hard as as they go on. Okay, Okay, so name five things wrong with Banalian. Go. That it was black, that it looks like a dick, that it's a terrible mashup. Uh, damn! <laughs> that it wasn't white. I remember you saying that. Well, yeah, that's what I meant by saying it was black, black instead of white. It's e- oh, okay. It's easier when I'm. You're not under the pressure. I was like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. Well, we suck at this game. <laughs> At least I got four instead of three. I okay, think so, so I now, went. honestly, on that question, like, what other things besides what I said were wrong with Benalian? Yeah, I mean, the name. Five things. I think uh, I said the name. I was just hoping that you guys would get it. Jerk. <laughs> 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 All right, so this next one is for Teresa. Have have, it has to be able to have five easy. Things. George, I asked you about that, and you said I didn't have to actually have answers. Yes, you do. You have to have answers. All right, I don't have answers for oh. some of these. Okay. <laughs> I feel so set up right now. Okay. <laughs> for some of them, I do. I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> okay, this one's for Teresa. Okay, ready? Name five Gary Ham toys. Go. Whooper Looper. Jesus, your DTA Danny. Oh, Hermes, Whooper Looper. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you call yourself a fan. I, I am blanking so hard. I was like, Whooper. I was like, accepted Hermes, the Toy Totem. She said Hermes. Okay. I said Hermes and Whooper Looper, but I know there are more. <laughs> Yeah, Greg, I am so sorry. Greg. The, pressure is on. the pressure is on. All right. Sorry, all right. Gary, I love you. No, you don't, but that's all right. Okay, what else? Okay. Hey, Gary, name five designs that George sculpted. Ready? Go. Oh, come on. Um, um, Deadbeats, a bunch of other Scott Tolson toys, uh, um, Dad by Deadbeat. A chipster. Uh, oh crap! <laughs> See how's it feel now, Gary? It's hard. Well, yeah, it's hard. It definitely is hard. Uh, I feel so dumb because I obviously have more than five of your characters like on my shelves. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there actually looking at them, and you can't say them. Now I'm like, oh yeah, duh, like that one. And man, that one. nobody's on the board yet. This is going to be fun. Okay, ready? This one's for George. I'm going to give you this one. Ready? Oh, wait, I get one? Yeah, you're going to get this one. All right. All right, ready? Oh, man. Okay. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> George, name five bootleg artists. Dollar Slice. Uh, uh, wait. <laughs> really? That's the only one? <laughs> Two-bit hack. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. 
See, it's hard. My mind goes blank. Where was Sucklord? How can you forget Sucklord? How? See, your mind went blank. You hear that stupid clock and you can't think. That's hard. This is hard. This is hard. All right, this is gonna be um, this is gonna be okay. This is the final round. I have three more questions, okay. and they're really they're pretty hard. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, so for Teresa, Linda Panda cleverly uses animal food puns for her pin series to make the outrageously cute and adorable. Name five. One is Pop Tarts. I know she does one with like a cat and a ramen noodle thing. Oh, Pop Tart is the only one I can think of. <laughs> Pup burrito, watermelon. I knew Pop Tarts at least. I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Ready for Gary? Okay. In 2017, Kid Robot released its Dunny series, Arcane Divination. Yeah. It featured which five artists collab? Go. Oh, um, God Machine, Camille D'Erico, J. Rue, John Paul Kaiser, and, um, oh. You were so close! I know! I'm actually going to give that to you just because of how close you are. Sweet. Do you know the other one? Tokyo Jesus, right? Yeah. Baby! Yep. Oh! <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I was going to say, yeah. I was close. All right. That one, okay. Gary's on the board. Woohoo! All right, George, this one's for you. Wait, I got to do another one? Yeah, you have to do another one. This one's specifically for you. Oh, no. All right, ready? Yeah. Luke Chu is most known for his bear character. Name five different vinyl releases of that character. Boba Boba. Uh, oh no, it's not vinyl. Uh, the 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 one from the the silver. They had the silver and the black one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Come on, Omi, Omi had one. There was possessed, headspace, mugs, bunny, mecha, sad bear, the prisoner, hung, mechanics of life. I yeah, don't know names. I did my research. <laughs> That's a fun game. That's tough. That's really hard. I had another one, but I don't think it's... I think that was part of the easy things. It was a uh, name five different creative mediums used in the toy scene. Like Sculpey, Wax? Or like Resin Vinyl? Fail, all of you, and you didn't even have the timer. <laughs> it was Wood, Metal, Resin, Vinyl, Plush, Paint. Oh, okay. Nice! Good, good game. Well, Jess, good game. <laughs> real quick, Jess. Man. Real quick, Jess. Who was the winner? Yeah. Uh, you. Yeah, that's right. No. I, I'd say false. No one won. We all kind of screwed the pooch on that. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> he had the most. <laughs> he got the most you know out what? of the one. I, Ten seconds is really fast. I watch yeah. a lot of... Um, Cash Cab on the Game Show Network, and when they do the uh, the red light challenge, they have to name oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have to name six things, and I think like thirty seconds. So, and even that's hard. Yeah. No, it was a fun I game. Yes. To, I heard you guys are cheaters on this show, so I wanted to try not to get you guys to cheat. Oh, I don't cheat. Jess. Oh, we're the cheaters, Jess. <laughs> we are. 
Word on the street is you guys are a big bunch of cheaters. That sounds like some messed up tea with some I, fake I think, news mixed yeah. in. This is like I would have won that if that was me. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'm glad you guys liked it. Okay. Well, that was a fun. That was a fun episode. I enjoyed that. Oh man! I don't know about the listeners, but I much more prefer episodes like this. This was fun. Just I don't know talking about anything and everything. Like it doesn't always have to be about toys. It doesn't always have to be, you know, an interview. Just a couple of people. Well, hey, the, the listeners shit. can let us know on the stomping ground if they like this kind of episode. True. Let us know, people. We need more feedback. Let us know what you want. Give us feedback or we'll do what we want. <laughs> We're going to do it anyways. But <laughs> Well, we can do another poll in the stomping ground, Gary. Let's just, for this week, let's just create daily absurd polls and see what kind of participation we get. <laughs> I'm going to do one about you because you give me rights to post. You know what? You always say that and you never do anything. So I, hey, maybe don't say I don't do anything. Maybe, no, but maybe, but you're always talking about how you're going to post like a new thing or a poem or this and that on the stopping ground, I, and it never happens. So maybe I this will, this will be the week. I will try. I just get busy. Work weeks get really crazy for me. Yeah, so I get that. It's hard. I get it. Don't be getting on me. I'm not. I'm not riding you. No, no, no. I'm easy breezy. Go with the flow. So. All right, uh, George, Jess, I know you guys have some place to go. Where are you guys going? Uh, we're going to a uh, cake tasting for the wedding cake. Oh, fun. Are yeah, you going to get a... Uh, terrible. Oh. Are you doing the whole groom's cake thing where you get to pick your own design, George? No, no, no. We're just doing, we're just doing one. We should do a groom's cake, though, because then that could be the gluten-free one, and everyone else can have a regular good cake. Yeah, I would suggest that. And you could have a toy, like a toy sculpted cake. Mm, those cakes are gross. Those ones that always look really cool. That are oh, made. my God. You guys have Netflix, right? Yeah. Yes. Watch, watch the show. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. It's a cake cooking show that is About fails. fucking amazing. Is it fails? It's it's basically they don't take real chefs. They take home chefs like people like us that are just like think they're good at making stuff. And they give them like, okay, you got to make this cake. And they show them the one that's like fucking fancy and awesome. (laughs) And they tell them and they give them the recipe and everything. And they just say, here, you go make it. And these people are terrible. And it's the best. Oh, that sounds awesome. That sounds good. And the judges like try so hard, like not to make fun of them. But they laugh in their face. They laugh in their faces. (laughs) And like uh, even like on one of the episodes, it was like, and the winner is, and she'll look at the one guy. She'd be like, "Trust me, it's not you, John." Oh, that sounds <laughs> like, good. I've seen it a couple times. So, I haven't passed it. Uh, I binge watched it, and I was just laughing the entire time. Huh. Sweet. We can sneak peeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check it out. I need a new show to watch. Yeah, and it's all, there's only like six or eight episodes, so it goes by fast. Oh, okay, good. All right, people, I'm going to go take the boys for a hike. Awesome. Y'all have a good Saturday. Don't forget to text Greg. <laughs> and yeah. you, and you and you Jeff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are we are we skipping outros? 
Gary, oh, okay, we're done with that. Okay, you... Now let's do it real quick. All right, so that was fun. Why don't we let's wrap this up? Let's each take a moment and let our listeners know where we can find us. Uh, Teresa, go first. I'm Teresa Hawkins, and if you want to find me, check me out on Instagram, tmhawk24. George. I'm at Double G Toys on Instagram. Uh, I'm at it's Jess. <laughs> I'm private, and if you try to add me, I'll probably deny you. Nice. Except for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> She'll add Greg. She'll add Greg. <laughs> if he can find you, there's like 10 other it's Jesses on there. She's just the one with find me through George's like account. nine S's. You can, that's true. And we'll tag you in, the, in our little post on Instagram. And uh, I'm Gary Ham. You can find me at Gary Ham on Instagram or superham.com. This has been the Marsham Toy Hour. We do this every week, not because we have to, but because we want to. So until our next transmission, we're signing off. Bye. 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 Bye.